Coming to you from the weirdest city in the world, Austin, Texas. This is the Sports Buzz. With your host, Spencer Spillman. God damn it, man. I swear you guys whip on me 13 or 14 more times. I'm out of here. And his co-host, Zach Chandonet. What? Did we just become best friends? Yup! And of course, the extremely unqualified producer, Ballot. I have no idea what I'm doing, but I know I'm doing it really, really well. Time to sit back, crack open a cold one, and enjoy the ride. Here's your host. Oh, I almost forgot. Our favorite expert, Chad Goodall. Oh, you're right. And when you're right, you're right. And you, you're always right. Let's get this thing started. Cheers. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Sports Buzz, our podcast where we talk sports and get a buzz on. As always, that buzz is brought to you by the beautiful Little Issues Strange Land Brewery. A beer for any occasion. A beer for every occasion. And a beer for all occasions. Here you go, gentlemen. Thank you, sir. Thank you. I'm your host, Spencer Spillman. We are down We are down one co-host. Chad is not here tonight. Uh, selling vacuums again somewhere. Um Said he had to wine and dine a customer, whatever that means. This must be one of those big bags. <clears throat> yeah, yeah, big bag. Extra suckage. <laughs> Cordless uh, probably too. But uh, we do have my co-host, Coach. What's up, buddy? Hey there, hi there, ho there. You're on time for this episode. Hey, I'm here. There you go. <laughs> and our producer, Ballad, pressing buttons. Hello. Thanks for having us, hosting us in your house. It's a pleasure to host podcast. If you're listening, you're listening on SoundCloud and iTunes. Uh, follow us on SoundCloud, subscribe on iTunes, give us some five-star reviews, uh, tell your friends about the show. Uh, we we enjoy it, we have fun, uh, hopefully we make you guys laugh a little bit, so share it out, follow us, give us those reviews. Uh, this is our amateur hour, we are going to try and get through this with some sort of sports talk, um, no promises though. I can't! <laughs> but as I was mentioning, Strangeland Brewery are sponsors from day one. Uh, they have a new beer out, the Margarita Goza. Find that at Specs, Twin Liquors, Whole Foods, HEB, all around the Austin area. Uh, apparently, it's not going to be in San Marcos yet, so I got to drive to Kyle and get some. May snag some of that tomorrow. No. But uh, I'm looking forward to get, giving it a shot. Ballad's the only one out of the three of us that has had that Goza. Oh, it's so good. And you guys are really missing. I did see that. A picture, that was a bad episode to miss. I did see a picture of the the can. It's pretty badass. The graffiti series of the can, um, pretty sweet. So I'm gonna give that a taste this week. Uh, and then um, if you're looking for some summer fun, go on down to Mountain Breeze Campground in New Braunfels. Camping, tubing, rafting, even with the water low, you can still get out there and uh, throw a lawn chair in the river. Uh, it's still cold. It's still wet, and uh, the strange land flows just fine when it's 105 degrees on the Guadalupe River. Uh, follow the brewery on Twitter at Strangeland Brew. Follow us at SportsBuzzTX. Keep up with all the info on Mountain Breeze at MountainBreezeCamp.com. They're on Facebook. We're on Facebook. Strangeland's on Facebook. Find us. Follow us. Let us know what we're doing, how we're doing. Let's get into this show. 
get into show business. As I mentioned, Chad is out. Um, what else is new? Yeah, but uh, we struggled to find a show bet tonight. No NBA playoffs, no NHL playoffs. Uh, there was. Uh, I don't think we struggled at all. We we talked about quite a few options actually. Yeah, the options were baseball and more baseball. We struggled to find something that we really wanted to watch, so we went with something that we couldn't watch. Uh, we've been watching the game cast of the Astros Yankees game, which was going great until uh, Dale assured us that our bet would at least push. That was how many innings ago? Was that uh, two, two, it was, it was an inning two or three, two or three innings ago? No, who's counting? Uh, we are stuck at five three Astros. We need nine to push ten to win which would be my preference since we are 0-4 in the show bet since I've been keeping track. Um, this one's not on me, though. I didn't make this bet. You didn't make the bet, but you did kiss of death the fuck out of it. Look, I players play, coaches coach, and talk show hosts make bold predictions. And you ruin everything. <laughs> it was the opposite of a bold prediction, which made it a perfect kiss of death. This is classic Dale, a bet that's wrapped up Ready to go, put a bow on it, give it the, hey, why why don't you guys just- Don't even worry about it. Just grab a sandwich. Hey, why don't you guys get some hot dogs while you're playing out there? Do you need a bat? Just just try to throw it over the fence. No. This this bet better be a hot dog. This bet better go. Or, I don't know, you're going to have to hold Lana or something. It's going to (laughs) be good news. Good news, the Yankees are trailing, so there will have to be a bottom of the ninth. There will have to be a bottom of the ninth, so we get- as much baseball as possible in regulation. So I just need you to relax. Take a deep breath. Don't I seem relaxed? Don't, don't I seem like I'm relaxed over here? No, you seem extremely uptight. You, you might be having a brain aneurysm. What are you implying? Him and Dale seem more agitated than normal. I'm chilling, dude. I am having a good time. Did I say Dale? I meant Hank. Yeah, him and Hank are... Excuse me? Yeah, they're really do irritated. Do not mistake the two. My fault, Hank. They are really irritated. I'm chilling. This game, <clears throat> this game is... Uh, it's going to hit. Don't you worry. It's going to hit. Well, stop saying that. Okay? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, we got one more piece of show business. Uh, Ballad, I think uh, this is a story you wanted. We, we talked about oh, a little yeah, bit in well, the pro show. Of course. The, uh, the, you know, the, our loyal listeners know that the amateur hour did not get posted on time as it usually does Friday mornings. And I want to go ahead and say that I had everything ready to go. Um, I didn't have the episode edited before Friday morning. I forgot to do that Thursday night, but I got in the office early. I edited that bad boy. I had it perfect, ready to go. And lo and behold, I signed into our SoundCloud account, our hosting partner of this of this year podcast. And SoundCloud just forgets that we're a, a, a pro member. That we've paid them good American dollars to be able to post as many episodes as we want, as often as we want, fully to our discretion. I log into SoundCloud with a pop-up ad asking if I would like to be a pro member. And I say to you, SoundCloud, I've been a pro member. <laughs> I went through the renewal process. I got that discount for Sports Buzz. Yeah, we did. But lo and behold, they had just totally forgot. Like we had just fallen off the face of the earth. So I do what I always do when I'm upset with companies. I went straight to Twitter. Because <laughs> uh, I'll say this, SoundCloud... 
doesn't even have a contact us button. There is not a single place on their whole website where you can get a hold of a real person. Not a support email address, not a phone number, just a, a frequently asked question section. And none of those questions were things that I was asking. Hey, about. they're not trying to hear from you, all right? They, they've got all your content. They don't want to hear anything else from you. Clearly. Mm. Clearly, they don't listen to the show. That's not their fault. I don't either. But if you can't get a contact us button, I went straight to Twitter, which I will give them... A little bit of, you know, a handshake there because it's almost not a couple minutes after I tweeted that I was very upset with them. I did get a reply directing me to a place where I could submit a ticket. And for those who aren't in the technology world, submitting a ticket is basically saying you you get in line and say, hey, that's good. I've got a problem. You need to fix this right now. So yeah, that's a line you don't have to wait in either. Yeah, well, you, it's a virtual line that we were waiting in. And I tell you what, this line must have been a, a virtual 10 miles long because I didn't get a response from SoundCloud until Monday. Oh my God. Not an automated email, not a quick tweet. Not, they didn't even like my tweet. I got nothing. At one point I had to, I had to tweet them to say, what did I say to them? I was, I, I submitted the ticket and I said, Hey, us, SoundCloud support, what's the over-under on the time it takes to get a response to a paying customer who has a submitted ticket asking for a producer with a gambling problem who needs to post an episode six hours ago? No response to that. Dude, just almost 72 plus hours before I can even just get an email saying, "Uh, hey, we saw that you have a problem. So that was really frustrating from SoundCloud, obviously. Not not because I couldn't get the episode posted, but because I went through the time to edit the episode and then went to go try to post it. Like, I put time in that morning when I could have been eating breakfast tacos. Very, very upset. I want to say uh, my deepest, deepest sorrows to the listeners out there who were looking for that episode on Friday. I'd love to say it won't happen again, but these these jokers at SoundCloud, ever since they almost got sold and, and buried, uh, they just really don't have their shit together. Well, that makes more sense why he's all irritated. Um, I mean, he did send us a text Friday saying SoundCloud wasn't working. So I will say that it wasn't just him forgetting until Monday. But you got to give SoundCloud a little credit. They responded on Memorial Day when they could have had the day off. Could have been at home. Supporting the, like, you know, remembering the vets, sitting at a pool, out at a river, barbecuing. But no. No, I'll tell you where you They were wrong. focused on our problem on they Monday. They could have done it on Friday. Well, maybe they were off Friday. And or Saturday Monday. or Sunday. And I'll tell you what. The way that this customer service went down, there is zero percent chance these guys are in America. These guys doing the sound, the support are definitely somewhere in India, China, not here celebrating Memorial Day. So I know those they were working their little asses off and just took their time to get back to me. Yeah, how dare you, Dale? Get, and here's the thing. Here, here's why I'm real upset. They have the they have the nerve, the gall, the balls to send me, us as a podcast. A survey asking how what we thought about the customer service we got from SoundCloud. So I let them know. Oh, I know you filled that up. There's there's two parts of it. You say you're either happy or you're upset, and then you can file a additional note or complaint. So I said I was upset. I told them exactly why that you know the amount of time they took to give back to us was ridiculous for any sort of customer service, much less technology. I've yet to hear from them. Not even a, hey, we got your complaint. We're going to work on that. Not even just a quick automated message that said, hey, this has been received. Nothing. I just checked our email. Not a damn thing from SoundCloud. 
I'm upset with SoundCloud. I'm not going to lie. Hey, we got a renewal coming up in November. I better drink a lot of Strangeland. Or I'm gonna, or I, hopefully I don't remember about this event come time for a renewal process. Either that or we need to start looking for another uh, podcast host. I, we could, no, I'm not going to do that. I mean, this could be the end. This could be end of, uh, of uh, sports buzz. I'm, I'm very sorry. Principle is going to end this whole show. <laughs> I'm very fired up about it. No, we can't do that. But I'm going to bury it here. I'm not going to let it affect the rest of the show. I've already taken way too much time on it. Let's get into the best part of the show. The worst part of the show. <laughs> so now that he's in a bad mood, let's go ahead and uh, and hit his trivia, Coach. Let's make it worse. Uh, everyone's favorite time of the 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 pod. Can Ballad win his own money? That's right, folks. Uh, if you haven't heard, uh, we do this thing called Sports Buzz Super Bowl Squares Battle. Sports Buzz Super Bowl Squares Battle. Sports Buzz Super Bowl Squares Battle. Round one, Ballad's in charge of the money. Quick newsflash, Ballad's terrible with money. Nobody gets paid. Year two, yeah. we were like, all right, let's put an accountant in charge. We we're like, where do we get an accountant? And we we're like, oh, coach's accountant. Sure. Let's go ahead and give it to him. So uh, I take care of the money. All of our winners not on the show got paid immediately. Everyone was happy. Uh, Ballad turned out to be one of our winners. So Chad and I were like, hey, you know, we've got this thing about revenge. We enjoy it. Best served Uh, cold. (laughs) So let's go ahead and get Ballad back for this one. And he was like, that's a fantastic idea. What are we going to do? And I said, well, hey, he won because he was the right, right square on a quarter. Let's pay him in a bunch of quarters. Genius idea. Turns out to be the best thing for our podcast. Uh, we created oh. a game show. Uh, we all have a little bit of fun uh, watching Ballad try to win meaningless coins every week. So, Ballad, <clears throat> as usual, we're not going to reuse games. We're going to use a different game. Perfect. It's going to be fun. Uh, that, fir- that first game, the pro show, went so well. It did. It did. Coach, don't don't fuck this one up. It did not. This one was better written. Like, it's, do you need a second? It's in a nice little yourselves? card. Like, it's got a, it's got a title. Our game today is going to be what a hobby. Okay. Uh, so we're gonna play off of the same similar principles. This is a gambling based game. I'm in. I'm gonna let you know what we're talking about. Yeah. I'm gonna give you an over underline, and you got a 50, 50 shot at winning your final two quarters left of Can Ballad win his own money. So I got a 50-50 shot to win 50 cents on this next You have series seven 50-50 shots at winning twice. Jesus. All so right. let's see if you can do this. I know I said, Coach, don't fuck this up, Ballad. You really did. You, you can't fuck this up. You're almost there, man. I already know my strategy. <laughs> what? Flip a quarter? <laughs> yeah, a piece of shit. Flip a quarter? No, he's going to go the same one every time instead of doing it for real. No, I'm going to give 110% on this. All right. So... Wait, 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 let's, let's, you know, before we do that, because I, because I could just say over every time and I'd probably hit, I, let's raise the stakes a little bit. Let's say if I get all seven, okay, if I get all seven, we will, we'll run, all seven would be really hard. You have to get at least four out of seven to earn your 50 cents. How about that? No, I'm already in, I'm already queued to win up my 50 cents. Six plus. If I go five plus, six plus. If I go five plus, we'll run back trivia again next week for more quarters for Ballad. We're just gonna start giving you money. Yeah, it's pretty. Sounds like a good deal to me. Wow, I don't think so. I don't like that idea. I don't like that one bit. But I do think we need to keep trivia going. I tell you what, How's this? I'll if I get what. five, if I get five right, Dale's got to fund the show bet next week. No, no, no. Here's here's <laughs> the deal. If you go six plus out of the seven. 
Dale and I will pitch in to pay for the wings next week. Ooh, I like that. I like that. Good deal? Yeah. I like that a lot. So six of seven. Five of seven. Sounds like a plan. Six of seven. Are you going to verbally agree to this six of seven for this bet or what? I love five of seven. That's a good deal. That's not what we're giving you. Fine, I'll, give, I'll take the, I'll take five of seven. <laughs> I'm the odds makers. We're going six of seven. So amateur hour. We're gonna take the uh, the best of the worst, uh, and this time it's in a book. It's called the 2018 Guinness Book of World Records. Mm. Uh, a bathroom reading. Let's see if we can stump you here. Uh, our first category is, you know, we're sponsored by a, a beautiful, delicious beverage maker. Uh, the most <clears throat> drink cans crushed. With an elbow in one minute, your over underline is set at seventy three and a half. Seventy three and a half. So I was thinking that you could probably do like two a second would be impressive, which would be one hundred and twenty. So I don't think that's right. Seventy three, though, because I think you could at least do one a second if you could sneak a couple in. You say 73 and a half or 73? 73 and a half. I, I don't... The only ones that are like even numbers without a half are ones that are... They're pretty big numbers. So okay. I'm, I'm giving you a baseline. All right. Give me the... Uh, give me the... Give me the over. The uh, record holder is Muhammad Rashid. He did this April 17th of 2016. Andrew Bowd's birthday. And he crushed 77 cans in one minute. Yeah, he did. Over. That is <laughs> yeah, he did. one for one for Mr. Ballad. Mm. All right. Number two. Sorry, amateur hour, right? So uh, we're going to talk a little female sports here. Uh, most pull-ups in a 24-hour period by a female. Tw- one full day. Over one. The over-under <laughs> line is set at 3,683. It's just the most obscure shit I've ever heard from this trivia. This is awesome. Um, I am... the numbers are so ridiculous that it's it's easily confusing. So, but this guy's a gambler, so he's gonna he's gonna rationalize it. Yeah. So give, give me give me the total number again. I can get my calculator. out. So the total over under is three thousand six hundred and eighty three. It's a twenty four hour period. Okay, so it's 153 an hour, and she's a female. I wish I could see this female. Like, I wish I is she. I wish is she like a gymnast of some sorts. We don't have pictures, so I was not. So given she's basically pacing two and a half a minute. Is is the pace that she did? Uh, I'm, That's I'm t- the capper's pace. I'm I'm taking the under on this. I figured you would. Uh, the record was set in March 10th of 2016 by Miss Ava Clark. She did 3,737 pull-ups in a 24-hour period. But were they pull-ups or chin-ups? Because they're very two different things. Pull-ups. And, well, hmm. Guinness was very specific on chin-ups versus pull-ups. I'll record. be the judge of that. Okay, two so I missed my first one. You didn't think two and a half a minute was possible? You could do two and a half a minute for 24 hours. Just do like five and then take a little break and do another five. What's the over under? I do not think that's the strategy. What's the over under of pillows that Dale could do in in twenty four hours? Uh, I'll give him the thousand right. line, and I'm taking the way under <laughs> for sure. Fair enough. All right. Fair enough. So this is not gender related. This can be <clears throat> male or female. But she's you're out, my wife. You're out of Mrs. Ballad. So tell me, 
The most pull-ups in one minute. The over-under line is set at 56 and a half. Pull-ups in a minute. Uh, I think someone could do one a second. Give me give me the over. I'm going to guess uh, 63. Hmm. The record was set September 15th in 2017 by Mr. Adam Sandell. He did 55 pull-ups in one God. minute. Oh, fuck you, Adam. Jesus. Well, that's it. That'd be tough to do a pull-up a second. Yeah. I mean, if she could do... I guess that math doesn't really add up, but... Man, so I guess a bunch of queens again. What else is new around Tough here? Tough break, and you're still even trying to get this uh, this second, this final coin back for yourself. Uh, we'll move on to the fourth category. Maybe this is more up your up your alley, Ballad. Uh, we'll do the most martial arts sword cuts in one minute. The over underline was set at 101 and a half. 101.5. I wish I un- I understood what a martial arts sword cut is. That sounds so vague. Uh, so it's it's just it's literally cutting like so. There's rice straw stacks, mm-hmm. and he's just got he's basically just using a samurai sword to cut. And so it can be any of the pillars that he can cut, and he has a minute to work his way around and do whatever he wants. All right, so he's a minute, and give me the figure again. What's the number at? The over/under line is one hundred and one and a half cuts in a minute. In a minute is All right. the line. Uh, ja, 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 ja. I don't think you could do more than two in a minute. So one twenty or in a second. So give me the under. Have you seen how fast some of those martial arts can swing a sword? I have not. All right, I'm going to try to say his name, which is going to be harder than anything on this, uh, Mister. Agisilos Vesegidis. Vesexidis. Lee Trevino. <laughs> Something like that. Uh, he did this in June 25th of 2016. It was 73 sword cuts. So the under is correct, Valid. Boom. Money. So there it is. So five of seven. All right. Let's see what we can do here. Let's see if you can hit that five of seven mark of yours. Uh, number five. This was one of my favorite ones. I want to really quickly say we're in the bottom of the ninth, and it's still 5-3. Yeah, the Astros just left a man on third. Sweet. Yep. That's Hmm. all right. Uh, We're going to the most leapfrog jumps by a team of two in one minute. (laughs) You do know what the game of leapfrog is, correct? I'm very familiar. Okay. So I will give you a hint. Two pairs of people did this at the exact same event. And set the set the record together. Hmm. The over underline is set at fifty five and a half. So I don't, in a minute, yeah, I don't think it matters. But I'm just curious. What, what was the race of these people? I'm I'm just I think it matters, but I'm I know it doesn't. So this was at a muscle milk event. <laughs> They're all white. Really? Oh yeah. I would have really loved some like some little Japanese. I think it was even. I think this. it was even like three of the four were bald. Wow! So fifty-five in a minute, fifty-five and a half in one minute. Yeah, give me the under. I'm gonna take like fifty-one. Fifty-three was the previous record. Oh, it was reset at this event. However, it was broken hours later by two pairs of teams. They jumped fifty-seven times over each other. Oh my god. That's the over. That's amazing. Uh, that was done Touché, back in, in April of 2011. So it hasn't even been broken in almost yeah. a decade. 
That's All a right. lot of jumping. I know, I know what I'm going to be training for. Yeah. That's what we got to do as a show next. No. Break this leapfrog record. That sounds exhausting. We got four people. We can really figure out the pairs here. That sounds exhausting. I want chat. All right. <laughs> Number six. <laughs> you won't show up. I won't have to do it. <laughs> this, uh, this is the record for the fastest mile while piggybacking somebody. Oh, my God. <laughs> the over-under time limit is set at 10 minutes and 37 seconds. Under. No, There's no way it's not under. Because you can walk a mile in under 10 minutes. Yeah. So I think you could jog it out in like 7, 9, 15. Well, with another person, it turns out it's a little harder than that. The uh, record was set July 2nd, 2015 by Owen Larson and Jordan Botwright. They did it in 11 minutes, 11 seconds. Oh, my God. 81 milliseconds. See, I've got a feeling no one super athletic has tried this yet. I This is for amateurs. This is the best of the worst. Like These are people who find stupid things to hold on to in life I and think they I go could, for it. I think, I think you, should should try, try, you should try and break that record. I with think Haley. with the right amount of training, I could, I could break that record. Well, here's my most favorite of all of them that I found for this event. Oh, boy. The most lasso Texas skips in one minute. What is a Texas skip? A Texas skip. So when you have a lasso and you're circling it and then you hop through it yep. and hop back. Ah, gotcha. That's Texas skipping. <laughs> uh, the over underline for the one minute is set at 72 and a half Texas skips. Jesus. Um, it's everything's bigger in Texas. Give me the over. <laughs> This record was set on the Today Show, July 7th of 2016. Mr. Javier Escamelia. He did 100 Texas skips in a minute. Wow. Carlos? I bet he's from the, the Valley. Way over. He's actually from Mexico. Oh, damn it. Well, how'd he do there? He skipped right over Texas to the Today Show. That's and, impressive. Uh, just kept on skipping. That Sounds like impressive. I'm buying wings, but I got my 50 cents. But you did it, Ballad. Yes, you did. Congratulations. I'm you, sure we'll find a way to work trivia into this show more, but uh, Ballad, it won't be at your expense any longer. Wow. So that congratulations. Is, uh, that is great. I, I, I really do hate this segment. This, this segment has just been a big reminder that I really don't know that much about sports. I mean, <laughs> today was fun because I was like, what is like the most amateur thing I can think of? Because nothing's going on right now. And mm-hmm. I was like, oh, fuck. The, the book that comes out every year of average idiots that somehow get accolades yeah yeah i used to always make my parents buy me that book (laughs) and then i got older i was like man this book only changes like so much every year like not a lot of these records are getting broken yeah they're all the same pretty much every year um guys before we go to break got a little uh, thing i want to talk about college football season win totals came out over the weekend hey oh the south point uh, Casino Las Vegas, the first to offer these up. Uh, I got a couple that I just want to run by you guys. Um, first, I want to talk about the lowest season win total on this mark. It's three games. Can you guess which teams have qualified for their season win total to be only three? Number one off my top of my head would be Texas State. That is correct. <laughs> Uh, I'll take the under. That's a good one. Nope. I'm going to do it again, just like I did last year, and I'm going to take the over. It was a losing ticket last year. It'll be a no, losing it pushed. Ticket this it year. pushed. I don't know about that. We'll have to check the tape on that. Do you have another guess? Any other guesses on uh, lowest season win totals? One of these is pretty obvious. 
And the other one is obvious once you hear it out loud. Kansas. There you go. There, that's one. There's two more at this. Kansas three. That's... <laughs> I wish they would like set Kansas apart and be like two. The amount of disrespect. And they win one and they still hit the under. <laughs> I'll give you a hint on one. You're never going to get the other. The other one is also in Texas. Boom. Boom, baby! Oh, yeah! Home and, run! And what did I say? We got to wait it out for baseball because the bottom of the ninth, Brett Gardner just hit a two-run bomb. We are at 5-5. Five, five. That is the over at 10. We have hit, and we get some extra baseball maybe. The show bet? Drought is over. Oh, this is a good one. feeling. And we did we it with baseball, fellas. Got one. Did it with baseball. First baseball bet of the season. First <laughs> baseball undefeated. bet of the season. Undefeated. In I think baseball it's all bet. those free follow guys. I mean, they're they're huge on baseball. I did one of our one You've of been our picking free, up on it. I can tell one of our free follow guys. He has a tweet that was just I will not bet the unders in Yankees games like a hundred times over and over. And every so every time I see Yankees games, like don't bet the under, don't bet the under, don't bet the under. <laughs> and look at us now. And GameCast. This this is the most fun I've been I've had watching Game, baseball Game in a real cast. long time. <laughs> I think we've got a new routine for our show bet. Yeah. All right. Uh, the other two uh, teams at three are Rice mm. and San Jose State, which was surprising to me, but um, I, I guess they lost everybody. Going well, they're worried that. about their uniforms. That uh, that baby blue and yellow. That, yeah. That San Diego Chargers color. That's San Jose, San Angelo State. I'm gonna go. San Jose State the San same Jose colors. State I think is the same. Oh, way. San Angelo is the same. I want to rifle a couple of these off at you. I'm just going to go in alphabetical order. Uh, Alabama, 11. No surprise. Over, under. Um, over. It's a tough one. These are including bowl games, yes? Uh, Regular season wins. Regular oh. season only. Yep. So I would take the under. Who you think Alabama is going to lose a game? I mean, I, I the, the, the money bet is there. I mean, yeah. they, they can only... Win twelve games if they go undefeated in a reg or ten or eleven would be winning season. and going undefeated and then twelve and thirteen would be oh what is it twelve so because you're talking about a conference game in there <coughs> too so this, it's twelve regular season games so yeah. that's accounting for one loss yeah so a loss to Bush all right I wanted to rifle through these Auburn nine mm, they lost a lot I'd say under. Oh, they return quarter, uh, uh, starting quarterback Jarrett Stenham, though. Yeah, they lost their... For Haley, give me the over. Uh, Central Florida, returning national champions, nine. Under. No, I would Scott also Frost. say under. They yeah. lost a lot of their star power. And their, and their all-star coach. coach, Scott Frost. Clemson, 11. Right there up there with Bama. I would take the under. Same. Uh, Lane Kiffin in Florida Atlantic, nine. Also take the under. I'm gonna go over because they don't play anybody. Uh, Florida seven and a half. Mm, that one over. I will bite the over. Yeah, I really like the over on that one because I think they can get eight. I think eight's easy. Eight's doable. Um, Louisville seven. Hmm. Under. <laughs> no Lamar Jackson. Yeah, under. Yeah, I like that too. LS- I mean, he's just been their offense. LSU seven. I mean, it really depends on how much gumbo he eats. I, I got to know the oh, new gumbo, gumbo count. I'll take the under. Because if it's over 15 gumbo, I'm taking the over as well. Uh, I really like the under on LSU. Yeah, I think LSU is without a quarterback and up against a bunch of really good SEC schools. Uh, Michigan at nine. Under. 
half their players are going to get eaten by great white sharks in South Africa. So. That's true. <clears throat> but they're going to be as fast as Kenyans. Give me the over. Do you not understand South Africa is not like Nigeria and Kenya and these other countries in Africa? It's like really nice and beautiful. It's developed. Yeah. Scott Frost in Nebraska, first season, six. Oh, give me the over. Over. I was listening to the amateur driver from last week, and he just kept talking about cheetahs and lions and tigers and shit. I was like, he does realize that South Africa is not like a desert. Have you ever been? No. Well, then. They have the all up. of those things plus jungle animals. Like, it's, oh my God. It's the best of both worlds. Oklahoma, 10. Way under. Under. Way under, for sure. Oh, I am sorry. Oregon State, the lowest on here at two and a half. Oh. Under. <laughs> yeah, give me the under. They have to win a third game. Give me that under. This one's very interesting to me. That's what Oregon, out. eight and a half. Hmm. Under. Eight and a half. Too many coaches bouncing around that place. Under. Um. Also, what is UCLA? Is that right? Is that Chip Kelly? We're getting there. Okay. Before that, though. I wanted to get there. Tennessee, five and a half. Ooh. I want the over on this one. I will take I the over. I want the over, too. I want to believe in Jeremy Pruitt. As bad as they were, they got nowhere to go but up, right? Uh, Texas, I hate this line, eight and a half. You got to say they got nowhere to go but up in the SEC, and you're dogging on LSU SEC, SEC East SEC East okay big difference yeah but Florida's fighting for that eight win so Texas eight and a half the homer may wants to say over but I think it's going to be under I think they're an eight win football team I gotta believe in the fact that we won't have another Maryland game I gotta believe in the fact that well, we do play Maryland again. Well, yeah, but I, and we get and we get USC at home. What I, what I'm bad. saying is we don't have that kind yeah. of game yeah, again. Yeah. Um, we have USC at home, who we took to double overtime and really had a chance to win that game. Um, and Oklahoma, I don't think is going to be as good as they have been. No. Um, and and we've played competitive with them. So I, I, as a gambler on that, I would even take the over. Just got to get to nine. <clears throat> Let's do this. We got more teams to talk about. Let's hit a break. Come back, hit the second half of this list, and then get into our front page news. What do you say? Yeah, chicken wing guesses. Oh, yeah. Big, uh, you guys got guesses on chicken wings? What was that? Yeah, me and Domingo are going with the uh, the old smoky smoke flavor. Mm, good guess. That was a good guess. I feel like this is unfair because I saw Ballad putting something on the chicken earlier. Ooh. So I'm going to go Cajun rub. Mm. Very specific. Yep. All right, we'll hit a break. Be right back with some more sports buzz. He's been in your pantry. Well, y'all come back now, you hear? Welcome back to the Sports Buzz. I'm your host, Dale. I see you, Coach. There's only one left. Dale. Valid. Can we get some more beer? 
pop it. That's kind of your thing around here recently, is it not? So do I need to go run and grab another six pack from the fridge, or how, how are we doing this? Um, Here's what I know. I don't know. You, I need a beer, and you open beers, so I need you to open me a beer. Right, and I, I, I could use a beer as well. I'm sure, I'm sure we could all use a beer. Yeah, but I rang the beer bell first, so, you know. That's true. It's the rule of dips. Um, there is... Plus, look at that. I've been drinking the porter all night. There's actually a perfect six-pack for you to grab on the shelf below all the normal beers that I couldn't fit on that shelf, so... Is that right? It is, yeah. Okay. Um. Well, you guys uh, continue talking about uh, college football win totals. Hey, don't worry. Uh, I've hosted a few shows before. Uh, I'm pretty good at it, so... As has Ballad. Take a, take a leave. I'll Ballad, be right back. Ballad's hosted one show. It'll be like 10 seconds. Just be quick. Yeah. Well, over under, 10 seconds. Got I'll take the uh, I'll take the under. <laughs> you know, I'm gonna take the over. I think he's gonna pull something. He's gonna cramp up halfway through. For Probably sure. should have looked at when uh, when this clock started. I think it started at the uh, seven mark. Um, oh, dude, this is way way over. Who you, did I say over? Or did you say under? Yeah, I'm pretty sure you lost money on that, Spencer. I don't tell you. Damn it! <laughs> what was my time? It's you were over. Breath. You were over ten seconds. Damn it! I'm out of breath. I was, I was booking it. Speaking of over-unders, Texas A&M at seven. Like a full game and a half behind Texas going into the season. Val, do you like a beer? I'm good right now, thanks. Okay. I'm going to take the under. I'm going to be the hopeful hater, and I'm going to say they hit the under. I think Jimbo, Fish, uh, Jimbo Fisher's lost it. Fuck Jimbo Fisher. And honestly, after that Tim Brewster shit with the uh, – the old recruiting poster of who was it, Jalen Ramsey? Fuck AM. I'm over it. Give him the under. Give him five wins. Make him suck again. He said seven. Seven. Lucky number seven. I think they'll hit eight. Jimbo's a good coach. I don't want to say it, but I think it's going to happen. Who cares? They're not a very good team. We'll find out. Yeah, they're not a very good team in a very good conference. I'll take the under as well. Texas State at three. I, I would love to look, take the over here. But I just, it just feels like that's lofty. They, they have such a hard time finding wins, and I'm, I'm not sure what changed in the off season. I'm sure nothing changed. It's, it's San Marcus. We know it's trains and trust the process. More, more fucking trains. Uh, three. I think I, at least I get the push at three. So I will optimistically take the over. Trust the process. I'm taking the over. Texas State. At Rutgers, that's a loss. Texas Southern, South Alabama, UTSA, Louisiana. Stop me when you find a win. Georgia Southern, ULM, New Mexico State, Georgia State, Appalachian State, Troy, Arkansas State. I don't know where the win is there. Maybe Texas Southern. It's not It's not Rutgers. It's not South Alabama. Maybe ULM. Rutgers is trash. Trash. They're like the best trash, though. Like, of all the trash, they're the best trash. Okay. Let me tell you so. something that I learned, Ballad. Damn. If you drink enough, you, you, like... can't, you can't remember if you won or lost. True. Uh, speaking of drinking a lot, Texas Tech, six wins. Uh, Whoa. Yeah. Brutal. I'm taking the over. Speaking <laughs> of rashy sex, <laughs> what was it? Six and a half? Six. Six? Straight up Six. Uh, oh, Cliff, your whole job is still on the line. Six. 
right? Yeah, give me the over because the six low. is a push, and I can live with that. That feels like a Texas State or Texas Tech line six. Yeah, and it it feels like a line they could fuck up. Yeah, big time. Which is embarrassing. Um, the darling from last year, UAB, second year back from the dead, seven and a half. Can they can they continue on their uh, their journey from last year? It feels like a lot. I'm gonna take the. Under, I think they're seven win team. Just because Dale said that, I'm gonna go ahead and take the over. Give me the eight wins. Yeah, I'm going with Ryan with my girl taking the over. Give me I mean, this this has zero they're, work put into studying this. I'm just going off of how I think it's gonna happen. Well, let me so. tell you something. Their mascot is a dragon. It is. It is a cool mascot. If you were gonna do games based on mascots, they would win the championship every year. Like for no, sure. no one beats dragons for sure. They we would, we would be f- screwed. By the way, Longhorns except for don't Golden Knights, who are current co-national champions. True, uh, UCLA and Chip Possibly Kelly's first season. Tell this feels a little disrespectful. Five wins for UCLA. Well, they were really bad last year, and that was with a good quarterback. And now that but good a quarterback's terrible gone. coach. Now that good quarterback is gone. A good quarterback? Oh, my God. Josh Rosen. He's going to be broken in two years. Trust Joshua me. Rosen. He's trash. I mean, UCLA is trash, which doesn't help him, but. Five five wins? Come on, no. pac not that good. I think Chip Kelly will run enough plays to get himself out of five wins, so yeah. I'll take the over. That's what I'm saying, man. They're going to at least, I mean, I don't know if they play all the Arizona and Arizona States and. Oregon State. They played most of them. Yeah. So, that was like three right there that I rattled off. I mean, come on now. They can do it. Taking the over. Uh, We'll see. Uh, USC, eight and a half. Come on now. Come on now. That's an under for sure. Eight and a half, that's way too much. They lose to Texas, but Texas is just that good. So, give me the over. What? Yeah. Over eight and a half. I'm going to take the over. The Pac-12 is not that good. <laughs> I did just say Wait. that. I did just say that. Uh, Still true. <laughs> Still very true. Uh, we got to do a callback for listener of the show. A New Mexico State gentleman. Oh, boy. Uncle Tom's daughter. My cousin there. Six. One of those is against Texas State. So there's one win. Under. <laughs> under six texas state's gonna beat them this year we were close last year new we're mexico state yeah. yeah the lobos no the, the aggies oh yeah you're thinking new mexico new mexico yeah. lobos. Okay. see they're already going the wrong direction so give me the under there we go um speaking of oh hey here's another two and a half utep who r.i.p grandma what's up uh two and a half give me the over he slid that in so nonchalantly. My grandma had season tickets to everything UTEP. Oh, shit. That's awesome. But there's like nothing else to do in El Paso. They have a cool stadium. It though. was either have season tickets to all sporting events or have a movie pass. And my yeah. grandma hates movies. That was a cool stadium, though. Like out there in the mountains. Yeah. Well, there's nothing else. So everything around it looks cool. <laughs> yeah. He <laughs> looks like he's about to give this great analogy, but I don't think there's anything there. I'm I'm swinging on my morals at this point, but since Ballad set it up, and since we're a family on this podcast, uh, like Grandma, that season's dead and buried. Uh, 
taking, I'm taking the under. No, you did not. <laughs> I'm going to say over just because of Grandma. <laughs> R.I.P. She's going to be like Mama Jean, Sister Jean, excuse me, and just be the the force that carries them to three wins. All right? I love it. That was hateful, Coach. It was funny, <laughs> it was funny though. It was funny though. Well, hey. Washington, 10 and a half. Hey, when you go bowling and they set those pins up, you got to knock them down. <laughs> 10 and a half? And a half for Washington. Jake Browning's return. Oh, he did come back. Uh, still under. He's trash. Well, <laughs> I'm going with the over on USC, so I'm just going to forcefully take myself to hit the under on this one. Uh, last one, guys. What about Wisconsin? 10 wins on the weak side of the Big Ten. Hmm. I'll go over. I like that. Over? Yeah. 11 win team. Go 11 and 1. That's all I got to no. do. Give me the under. I want to watch this team crumble like a nice blue cheese. Give me the under. <laughs> Perfect. Guys, that was season win totals. I am sure we will revisit that at some point. Oh, yeah. With a little more research. Yeah, because you more... didn't put in any of those picks, did you? I put them all in. I put them all in for you, actually. What did the, uh, what's the old Pirates uh, Washington State set at? Um, just the Mike Leach's fucking the Mike Leach Pirates. Give me, give me a guess. What do you think they're at? Uh, four, eight and a half. Four, eight and a half. I think they're at least like seven and a half. Uh, Washington State six and a half. Ooh, over. Yeah. All right. Uh, that yeah, there were four win teams. So win totals. Under. Let's get into front page news ballad. What do you got for us this week? Chad's not here, unfortunately. It's his favorite segment. Little front page news. Yeah, I am more of a close encounters kind of newspaper reader. Um, Alabama Nick Saban tired of taking the heat for blocking transfers within the SEC. Oh, big surprise! The Grinch is is upset that everyone's upset with him. Hey, breaking news! Just let him transfer. I mean, they just yeah, have, a, they have he... an asshole policy. Like, he's going to put it back on, like, their policy, but, like, really, you care about that just as much. Like, you don't let them transfer freely like you would let a grad transfer happen because you have to. It's it's bullshit. Yeah. I mean, like... Or because you want to take somebody's player that they don't want to be at the school, and you're like, oh, yeah, you can come to Alabama. That's fine. But... I mean, here's the thing. You can't have... 25 star recruits on defense and like promise all these kids starting roles and then when they get unhappy because they're not yet starting like not everybody wants to play as a one-year starter as their path to the nfl some people just want to play so i i I just feel bad for those kids that get blocked and and it's not even just alabama like i feel like the sec is pretty dominant about this like they do not let transfers happen within sec the SEC's policy is players are unable to transfer within the conference without a waiver. So it is 100% up to the coach oh, yeah. where they can come or go. Will Muschamp has let many of players leave his program, which is probably why South Carolina has been such dog shit since he got there. Well, Florida was terrible when he was there, too. <clears throat> There's two sides of this coin, right? You know, that college athletics is all about the players. And if you're on that side of the fence then you really hate Nick Saban for this. The other side is that schools want to win. And the way you win is either getting the best players or keeping the best players off your opponent's team. So um, if, if, I, if I was looking at this with uh, with Herman, like, yeah, I don't want him to let the best players or some of the best players on his team go to OU. So I'm kind of torn here, and I'm just going to side of the players because I hate Nick Saban. That's basically where I fall on this. I mean, my whole thing is like, 
I hate the pussy attitude of, well, I want to play. I deserve to play. Like, no, you should be a good teammate. And when we win championships, celebrate that shit. Because, I mean, in my opinion, whether I start or ride the bench, like, as long as we're winning championships, I'm fucking happy. And so I feel like this is just like a, a privilege of the SEC. They have so many top well, recru- we're top national in, recruits. They, they, we're getting into that day and age now where everybody feels entitled to everything. So yeah, there's going to be people who get pissed off because they. I just don't think you have as get, many transfer requests in other division like Power Five conferences of football as you do in the SEC. It it, it is that privilege of. I deserve to start, and so I should be able to move wherever I want. But it's it's all about starting for someone in the SEC, and yeah. I think that's that's what gets me the most. That's a joke. I fucking hate the SEC. It's a joke. I hate them. Shea Patterson, transferring quarterback to Michigan, cites a business decision is why he has left Old Miss. You buy it? A business decision? Yeah. How can you have a business decision in college? Is and- he getting paid? He transferred to Michigan, correct? Yes. Yeah, that's one hundred percent a business decision. He is marketing himself to be a a well sought after product for the NFL. Uh, I think Shea Patterson is a good quarterback, and Mississippi is a dumpster fire to be at right now. Mm-hmm. Um, on the other side of that, they coin, got a lot of stuff going on. Where Where is Michigan going on their uh, trip in two years again? South uh, Africa. South Africa. Yeah. So. Uh, I mean, it's 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 all about that. He knows Harbaugh knows how to market and promote, and he's got the connections to the NFL. I think this is a smart, smart like being called a business decision is exactly what I would call this. Absolutely, I think it's genius. Speaking of business, let's get into first impressions. Uh, apparently, there is a golf tournament this weekend. Uh, Dale, tell us all about it. Yeah, yeah. So the Memorial Tournament is this weekend. Um, it's played at Mirfield Village. A lot of big names going to be in the field. Uh, we'll go through some of the featured groups here real quick. Real quick. Real quick. Uh, Justin Drake, Th- real quick. <laughs> Justin Thomas, Patrick Reed, Ricky Fowler together. Um, Justin Rose, Tiger Woods, Jason Duffner. Duffner being the defending champ. Tiger's won it before. Uh, I think Rose has won it before. But, uh, yeah, that's going to be a fun group, and Tiger knows this course really well, so uh, maybe we'll get a Tiger win. Um, Jason Day, Dustin Johnson, and Rory McIlroy. Bubba Watson, Phil Mickelson, and Jordan Spieth. Some of the notable groupings. Um, We can go through some of the uh, expert picks here. No, let's not do that. Let's make our own picks. Okay, we'll make we our own want picks. to get you into want to talk the power rankings, or we are the experts. We're gonna do exactly like we did for the players championship. Although I never actually went back and audited that. We can we could do that later. We can um, do that later. We can do that. We'll do that later. I did not do well. I'll tell you that. Uh, so we're gonna pick a winner. So I want to make the top ten, and then somebody who is at least plus five thousand odds to do the worst. So basically, the cutoff line starts. Right here for the listeners at home. Yeah, right there right on that there. line. So, uh, Dale, I think it's only fair that you go last. Um, As normal, yeah, I will go last. Which means I will go first, picking a winner. Give me, give him a boy, give me Jason Day. I don't know anything about this course. I don't know the skill set of my man, but I like him and I want him on my team. Give me Jason Day. 
Uh, I'm gonna bo- ride my boy from the Masters till now, Rory McIlroy. Ooh, I like it. That's a good pick, Dale. You got a winner? Yeah. Yep. Uh, I'm gonna go with Justin Rose. He's won at that course before, uh, and he Would've is good playing so good. Uh, right back at you. Give me a, someone in the top ten. Top ten, Mister Tiger Woods. He's gonna be back. He's gonna be back, boys. Coach, I'm gonna ride my 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 young guns, Ricky Fowler. Damn it, I wanted that one. Oh, Rick. Um, I will take. I'll take Jordan Spieth in the top ten, and my worst out of the plus five thousands. Uh, I'm gonna go the opposite of Dale here. I'm gonna take Tiger Woods. Uh, I think it did well for me last week. I will just play the opposite of you. If that hits, if that hits, you did terrible, and I did well, which would be obviously good for Tiger me. Woods. Uh, Coach, you're worse of the plus five thousands. Oh, I don't like that you took that. Give me the Shambo, <laughs> mad scientist. Uh, all right. Uh, let's see. The Shambo. I don't even see that. Bryson on DeChambeau. Oh. Well, should have, you know, you should have just said so. Uh, Bryson D. I'll, I'll take Charles Schwartzel. How dare you? Yeah, yeah. Screw that South African. You really have a um, you know a lot to say about South Africa tonight. I've heard it's a cool, cool place. I want to go play the golf courses out there. I'm sure you do. Um, very good. Well, that should be fun to not watch. Um, <laughs> <laughs> what else are you going to be watching? I'm going to be watching them cold, pour cold beers all weekend oh, not watching golf um so we have started a new segment in the nightcap sponsored by the beautiful little delicious Strangeland brewery um in the nightcap there's a couple of journalists who got together and talked about their favorite things they're looking forward to 100 favorite things they're looking forward to in the upcoming season for college football uh, we are kind of picking off this list. It's just kind of a dialogue. It's actually very difficult to do. Um, so that's why we do it. Um, guys, the Malik Rozier at Miami, um, the quarterback, we kind of left off with Miami last, uh, last time we were here. Can they unseat Clemson at the top of the ACC? I mean, he's gonna have to stay healthy. Didn't he get hurt last year? Rozier? Transfer. Oh. Transfer year. Okay. Hmm. Yeah, I had to sit out for the transfer year. Well, I mean, the defense was on fire last year. I don't know if, how many guys they lost. I know they lost a few, right? Um, it will be interesting. And there goes the game. Ball game. Boom. Um. I don't know, man. I if Miami can can you keep playing the defense that they played last year, then then yeah, absolutely. Uh, just depends on if if the new guys they got coming in because I know they lost a bunch to the NFL. I mean, I think that gives them the opportunity to be less the need to be less stingy on defense is kind of alleviated, uh, and their defense can kind of just go play. Uh, Zaire's a good quarterback, and I think he's going to be very impactful for Miami this year. Uh, speaking of quarterbacks, uh, Jalen Hurts kind of feels like he lost his job at the end of the season to Tawa Taluga. Uh, can't wait to see this quarterback battle play out. And do you guys think that Jalen Hurts is going to transfer before the season yeah, starts? Yeah, I thought he already was. 
I mean, you tried to get Texas State, but we you know, wouldn't take them because <laughs> of eligibility reasons. And we have so many other good players that we uh, have lined up a quarterback. But uh, I, as of right now, I'm pretty sure he is still at, in Tuscaloosa. I think he'll stick it out. Um, maybe check out, wait till about halfway through the season. And if, if two is not, you know, playing his best or if he gets hurt, then I think he's going to bounce out. Say, see you later, coach. I mean, <clears throat> Hurst is now an upperclassman. He's a junior this year. Um, I think he's going to battle for this position. You know, if the, the national championship was any indication of the type of teammate that Jalen Hurts is, he is going to be 100% supportive, whether he can be on the field or off the, or he has to be off the field or he gets taken out of the game. He's going to be a great teammate. He's going to be a great leader. So that's a wonderful person to have in your locker room. And it seems like Jalen is very focused on being at Alabama. And I think that's kind of the most important thing. You know, I mean, if he's going to win his job back, he's going to go have to earn it. And I think that starts with wanting to be where you're at. And, and he has shown that he does want to be there. The crazy thing about Alabama is everyone's so focused on the quarterback battle, but they've probably got the most complete running back unit in the country. Mm-hmm. At worst, a top five offensive line and probably also a top five receiving core, plus the devil himself, Nick Saban. Uh, I don't think there's any question that Nick, Alabama is going to be good again this year. <laughs> oh, you don't say. Um, And if Nick Saban does win this season, another national title, he will be... The most winning, winning, winningest. winningest, winningest head coach in college football history. Am I right? Yeah, he's trying to pass Bear Bryant, uh, yeah. the legend at Alabama. So right now he's tied with Bear Bryant. So yeah, this next one would put him above the Great Bear. So does that... do you think this is the year? Uh, I really don't think it's the year, but. My question to you guys is how quickly do they build the Nick Saban statue in Tuscaloosa after they win? They'll after wait. he does get it. They'll wait. Um if there's one one thing they're used to in Tuscaloosa, it's winning and they'll wait for Saban to retire and they'll immediately pull that statue out and put it front and center right in front of the stadium. Right next to Bears? Oh, yeah. right next to his, right? Yeah. To put it in perspective of how hard it is to win a national championship, there are only three other coaches right now, active coaches in FBS, who have won. Can you name them? Uh, Dabo Sweeney. Urban Check. Meyer. Check. And Chip Kelly. Incorrect. Jimbo Fisher, Texas A&M. Scott Frost. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, oh, they, they, we got to let ESPN know. Uh, who is the next FBS coach to win a national championship? You talking like this year? That just, doesn't just, have one. It doesn't have one yet. Um, I'll go back to Chip Kelly. I think he's going to win one soon at UCLA. Not maybe not in the next year or two, but you know he's got the recruiting and he's a good college coach. We saw that at Oregon. Um, he really didn't win one at Oregon. Nope. Damn it. Lots of Florida State. Damn it. Yeah, I, I think Chip will get one. Uh, Jimbo, Jimbo Fisher. Jimbo. God damn it. He'll get one in the next five years. Man, this is a tough one. Yeah, it re- it really is. I mean, it's because here's the thing, and this may be hot or not. I just I don't think Harbaugh's ever gonna win 
a national championship. I, I don't think he's going to do that at Michigan. I don't either. What about your boy down in Georgia? <laughs> Kirby Smart. Hmm. I like Kirby. I like the direction he got the Bulldogs going. close last year. He loses a little bit with Nick Chubb and Sonny Michelle, but DeAndre Swift, Sorry. Elijah Holyfield look like they could be the real deal. And he had a true freshman quarterback. Uh, there's reports out that the Bulldogs are spending more in facilities, that Athens is a more attractive place to get to anyways. You'll, you'll, you know, the, the message coming out of the Georgia camp is that you come to Georgia as a blue chip, you don't want to ride the bench for two years. You can play right away. Here's the thing. This is going to be unpopular, but I think the next coach would be Lincoln Riley. I, I, hmm. Hmm. I don't like Oklahoma, but seeing what Lincoln did last year with Oklahoma, I mean, it's a matter of getting the right recruits in, and I don't know if he can do that yet. Obviously, he's had one year, but... I the, really the, like the way pick. the way Tom Herman has kind of turned Texas, it's it's slow and it's old old ship turning like it's it's a process. But Lincoln Riley really stepped in in the midst of Bob Bob Stoops just dramatically retiring, and I think that's that's a coach who can recruit in in a good area and bring in talent, and he's shown that he can kind of coach at that level of where college football is right now. So I, I like Chip Kelly, but I think Lincoln Riley is someone who is involved with college football right now. And he kind of understands a little bit. It can pick up a little more quickly than Chip can. I actually really like that pick. Um, but going back to something, uh, Ballad, did you ever tell the the listeners what uh, chicken wing flavor was? Uh, no, I didn't because we're not having chicken wings tonight, boys. To celebrate the show bet coming to a drought conclusion, some would say that the drought is over. You know what I'm saying? Uh, we are having... <laughs> Ribs tonight, baby. Yeah. Pork baby back ribs. Let's go. Oh, hell yeah. That's what I'm talking about. You got anything else on this uh, college football season? Nope, but uh just also want to mention that H-E-B was sold out of wings, so that was that was a little bit upsetting. Damn you, H-E-B. Damn hey, you. shout out, though. Uh, Dale and I do not have to go looking for wings next week, so. That's, that's true. That's fantastic. That's true, because Ballad is not very good at trivia. I am pretty awful at it. Hey, so... I mean, I guess we should decide this now. We got a quorum. Uh, should I continue to bring trivia games for yes. the show at this point? Yes, absolutely. Obviously, why not? All absolutely. Right. Continue trend it is. Yeah, and then we can all participate. I do like trivia. Some good questions in there. Yeah, it doesn't have to be sports trivia, and it doesn't have to be me answering questions, so it should be good. No, now it's going to be for the pod, which is going to be fun. For the pod. Yeah, we'll just make a new segment in our amateur really? hour because we struggle to find shit to talk about. So. Well, especially this time of year. Yeah. We're going to have a segment called... Games, games, <laughs> big games guy. Well, after uh, after basketball and Chell are done, we're toast. We got baseball games. We like to play them, and you can follow along. Yeah, you can play along with us. Uh, Coach, thanks for being here. Even they showed up late in the pro show. And you know what? I'm a man of my word. If I say I'm not going to show up, I'm not going to show up. If I say I'm going to be late. You're damn right, I'm gonna be late. You you were late, but you were earlier than you said you were gonna be, which is nice. Uh, Ballad, thanks for pressing buttons over there. Uh, it's a pleasure to host podcast. Yeah, thanks for hosting us. I'm your host Dale, aka Spencer Spillman. I'll drink for it. We're the Sports Buzz. Until next week, we are out. Peace. This party is officially over. <laughs>